0: If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies, and welcome to this week's episode. Well, I'm going to start by sharing some very exciting news with you all. And that is that myself and my partner have recently got engaged. (laughs) Um, I mean, it only took him eight years and two babies (laughs) to actually ask me the question, but he got there in the end, which is the main thing. Um, So we're currently on the beautiful island of Mallorca, which is just off the coast of Spain. Um, and it was, I couldn't have asked, if I'm being honest, I couldn't have asked for a more perfect setting for an engagement. Um, he took me paddleboarding, which is something I absolutely loved to do. I love being in the sea, I love just being, you know, free on a paddleboard. And um, so, yeah, so he took me paddleboarding. The idea was that he was gonna actually take me to this tiny little island where we were gonna get off the paddle boards and he was then gonna pop the question then. But as we started paddleboarding, he realised it was actually quite choppy, <laughs> and um, the lady um, who we rented the paddleboards from from had said to him, "Look, you're probably best not going to the island because you may get into a bit of trouble because the waters are pretty choppy today, the current's pretty strong, and um, yeah, you might find it either very difficult to get there or very difficult to get back." So. He had a bit of a change of tactic um, and decided to take us on a different sort of paddleboarding boarding trip. Um, I mean, when he did finally get the ring out, we were on the paddle boards in the middle of the sea. Honestly, I freaked out because <laughs> I was saying to him, what if you fell in and you lost the ring? So he had the ring tied to his swimming shorts, um, to this piece of string um, and he pulled it out of his pocket. And honestly, like I was obviously really happy and very, very shocked. But my first thought was like, oh my God, what if you'd have fallen in and for whatever reason, the string came unattached and you'd lost the rink in the water. It's so, like, mm, didn't quite think of that. But it was all absolutely amazing. It was all perfect. We were out on the paddle boards. We'd stopped for a bit. The water was crystal clear. I was laid down on the paddle board um catching some sun, I actually jumped into the water and I should have guessed at that point I was like, oh, he doesn't he's not coming in for a swim with me, but then I realized he's actually really terrified of sharks. So actually that in itself, um, you know, it didn't necessarily cause too much suspicion. But yeah, I got back up on my paddleboard, was having a bit of a lie down, lying in the sunshine, and I opened my eyes when I heard him ask the words, you know, can I ask you? I've got a question to ask you. Um, And then we spent the evening, um, we ended up going and spending the evening at a lovely, amazing, beautiful hotel in the center of Parma. We got a couple's massage, we had an amazing lunch, we went out for dinner and drinks in the evening. Um... It was the week my parents and um, my partner's mum had come out his sister and her fiance had come out. So there was a big group of us in Mallorca for, for this particular week. So it meant that we got some help with the childcare, meaning that we could actually have a baby and toddler free evening to ourselves, which uh, for any mums listening, <laughs> you will know how that feels to kind of have a little bit of free time to yourself. God, I love my kids, but it was so nice to have that break. So yeah, so that is my exciting news. And the reason why I thought I would start with that news is because I've actually had a request. It was a couple of months ago, I got this request and I thought now is perhaps the perfect time to touch upon this subject. And that is, how do you go about manifesting your soulmates? Okay. And so I really wanted to dig into this topic because obviously a lot of the things that I talk about when it comes to manifestation often circle around success, business success, maybe it's manifesting money, but actually manifestation, once you know how to do it, you can apply to any area of your life. So it might be material possessions, it could be money, it could be success, it could be a new career, it could be friendships, or as in the cases what we're going to be talking about today, it could be a romantic relationship. Now, when I first started to tap into the law of attraction and really kind of became fascinated with it, was at a time in my life where my love life was Basically a disaster, <laughs> um, and I've spoken about this before. I was in a relationship with somebody who I look back now, and it was very much a relationship by default rather than by design. And what I mean by this, and this is often how a lot of people will often go about living their lives. They live like their lives by default rather than by design. And I mean by this is that they just rather than being intentional about what they want and being very clear and focused on what they want and setting themselves up to actually go for that thing they just fall into whatever patterns or whatever relationships happen to come their way you know so rather than saying okay this is exactly what i want this is a thing that sets my soul on fire they just you know, settle for things, settle for what they really want, settle for what they actually deserve. And this had very much been the case for me when it came to this relationship I had at the time. If I look back now, there were so many things that weren't right with that relationship. There were so many, you know, signs that we weren't a good match, and that wasn't the person that was meant for me. But I was just kind of going along with it because, well, of why people go along with a lot of things. When it feels safe, when it feels secure, you're like, oh well, you know, what is the alternative? I I could end this relationship and then what? I'll be on my own. And it's the same reason why I think a lot of people perhaps, you know, will stay in jobs as well that they that don't serve them, rather than taking the leap to quit that job. It's like, well, what's the alternative? You know, if I quit this job, I'm giving up that safety net, that security. And it was very much the case for me when it came to this relationship. Even though the relationship I had really crushed my self-worth and actually really knocked my confidence, there was still a part of that relationship that felt secure because I had somebody. And I thought, you know what, if I end this, what if there's no better alternative? What if this is the best I'm ever going to get? What if I end up ending this relationship and then I never find somebody else? So there was all of these fears around ending the relationship. And I was making a decision to stay in that relationship, not from a place of love, but from a place of fear. And I've spoken about this many times when we make decisions or take action from that place of fear, rather than from that place of love, we often end up manifesting things that we don't want in order for us to manifest the things that we do want and to really step into our best lives, we have to be making decisions from that place of love. Okay? So I discovered the world of the law of attraction when I was in this place, when I was, I had manifested this relationship that I just didn't want. And I often talk about the connection between our worth and what we are able to see manifest in our lives. And there's a strong correlation between low self-worth and negative manifestations. Our physical world and what we you know, experience and the people that we attract and the, the things that we attract are often a product of how we think, how we feel, our energy, and how we value ourselves you know, how we define our worth, how worthy we feel that we are really deep down. And at the time, I really struggled with self-worth. You know, that was something that I was really battling against. And I think a lot of people who perhaps knew me around that time would Maybe never have realized that because on a surface level, I was always somebody that was pretty outgoing, pretty confident, I was quite sociable. But actually there was so much other stuff aside from the relationship that was going on for me that was really making me doubt myself, really questioning my self-belief and really making me ask the question, you know, do I deserve amazing things? Am I worthy of this? Um so obviously the relationship was one thing, but the other side of my life was my career. You know, I'd gone into a career, I'd studied law at university thinking that was the pit career path I wanted to go down. I ended up getting a training contract, but honestly, I for the one yes that I got from a, a law firm to say yes to me and to say, yes, we're going to provide you with this this job opportunity. I probably got, and I, this is no exaggeration, it was probably close to 100 no's. Okay. And going through that whole process in the years leading up to this relationship, it was, for me, I look back and it was probably one of the most crushingly heartbreaking times of my life because here I was, you know, on this path thinking, this is what I meant to do. I meant to start a career in law. And then just going to all of these interviews, some of these interviews, you know, were days long, you know, it was multiple interviews. I was, at the time, I'd moved back to my parents' house, so I was traveling down to London. So these interviews were also costing me not just time and energy, but costing me money as well. And then to have just no after no after no of people rejecting me, honestly, it was absolutely heartbreaking. And I think this relationship came about at a time, I entered into this relationship at a time where I just really wasn't valuing myself or what I could offer to my to the world, I was really starting to question everything and to really just really lack confidence in who I was and what I was able to give. And so for me, it's no coincidence then that I then manifested a relationship that basically mirrored back to me how I was already feeling about myself. It was a relationship that led me to question my self-worth even more. Okay. This relationship, this person that I was in a relationship with, you know didn't treat me right they weren't necessarily treating me how i was supposed to be treated they were you know messaging other girls there was you know a few incidences where they weren't being faithful and yet Rather than confront those head on, I was actually getting into this pattern of just brushing things under the carpet, telling myself that actually maybe this was something to do with me, and maybe if I should just be a better girlfriend or be funnier or be prettier or be smarter and all of these things, you know, eventually that would relationship would work out. So again, I was tying everything back to who I was and my worth. And, you know, the relationship wasn't working out. There's so many other things in my life that weren't working out either. My career wasn't working out. I was, honestly, I was just miserable. I talk about this time as my rock bottom. But the beauty of experiencing that was that it led me to the work that I now do today. It was the catalyst for everything that, you know, everything amazing that was to follow in my life started from that point. You know, I started to dive into mindfulness, meditation, the power of now, you know, and the law of attraction. And from just reading a few books on the law of attraction and starting to really dive into this work, I started to see huge shifts. And one of the biggest shifts that I made was in who I was able to attract, the relationship that I was able to attract. Okay. And so having left that relationship and having quit my job, (laughs) um, basically everything kind of came to a head. I quit my job, I left the relationship and I went and moved out to Switzerland where I got a job As a chalet girl. (laughs) Sounds very glamorous. Honestly, it's basically like being a cleaner. I was cleaning and cooking for guests in these chalets. The beauty of it, though, was that I got to be in the mountains, a place that I really honestly feel so high vibe when I'm in the mountains when it's snowy. I got to ski all the time, which is one of the things that I absolutely love to do. It really helps me feel connected with nature and it just makes me feel so free. And I also met Philip, who is the guy that I just got engaged to. Now, this relationship was not a relationship that I fell into by default. It was very much a relationship by design. Because when I discovered this work of law of attraction, and I decided to leave my other relationship, quit my job, move to Switzerland, I very much knew that if I wanted to create the life of my dreams, to create a life that really lit me up. You know, where I was in a career that I loved, where I was in a relationship that I was obsessed with, you know, where I had all of these wonderful things, where my finances were, you know, abundant. If I wanted to create that for myself, I had to get intentional that, you know, that was what I was wanting. And I wasn't prepared to settle for anything less. Okay. So I definitely found that that relationship my relationship that I have with Philip, and you know, stepping into that relationship, there had been a very much this shift in my decisiveness, getting clear and intentional about what it was that I wanted. And this is the first step of calling in your soulmate, of manifesting your soulmate, is to get clear and intentional about what it is that you want. And I don't necessarily mean here about you know, having a checklist, okay, he's got to be six foot three, he's got to have blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, and be really good at cooking, you know, that isn't necessarily what I'm talking about, because I didn't do this. I didn't have this definitive checklist of everything that a guy needed to be for me to enter into relationship with him. And I think the issue with doing this, especially when it comes to relationships, is that we can often, we often get this idea of who we think we should be with. And actually, by being so specific, we often cut ourselves off from other people who could be an amazing fit for us, but they perhaps just don't take one of those boxes. And so we instantly disregard them. So for example, if I had put down my type on paper at the time that I met Philip, I probably would have said somebody, you know, about five years older than me, somebody who was quite well established in his career. As it happens, Philip is younger than me and he didn't have any career to speak of. He'd just um, did one term at university and quit that to come on a ski season and didn't really have any idea about what he wanted to do in his life. But So again, this is why we can't get so sort of constricted by having this sort of checklist about what we want, but we do need to get clear and intentional. So how how do we do this? How do we get clarity about what we want from a relationship, but without having this really strict checklist in place that just is a little bit too rigid? So the approach that I like to use here is an exercise called how I want to feel. Um, It's part of what our students learn within the Click Academy essentially what this exercise does is that it invites you to think about how you want to feel through the process of having your desires. Okay. So this can be used, let's say for example, you're struggling to figure out, you know, what kind of relationship you want to be in, or maybe you're just struggling to figure out exactly what you want from life and what you want to manifest from life. The alternative is to think about, well, what do I want to feel? You know, when I wake up up in the morning and I'm doing this thing or I'm with this person, how do I want this person to make me feel? And focus on that rather than, you know, oh, he's got to have, you know, green eyes and dark hair. Okay. So I knew I definitely wanted to feel a certain way. And the most important thing that I wanted to feel from a relationship was secure. Obviously loved, that goes without saying, but I wanted to feel secure. I wanted to feel Like somebody had my back, that somebody was going to be there and they were going to be, you know, my ride or die. Like I wanted to have that best friend feeling, but at the same time, like not kind of left thinking, oh, well, are they going to be, their eyes going to be wandering elsewhere? Like I wanted to feel as if I was their world and they only had eyes for me. And that was something that was really, really important for me, perhaps more important than, you know, how tall they were or how old they were. Now, is this to say that we completely forget about our ideal man or ideal partner and forget about the the features or the attributes that they have and the kind of person we'd like to attract? Absolutely not. But the the other approach to this is by using the phrase it's this or something better. So absolutely get clear on you know what you want your ideal partner to look like, you know, what job they're in, how old they are, where they live, you know, how they make you feel, all of those things, but then use the approach of it's this or something better. Okay, so let's say for example, you're gonna create a vision board to help you get the clarity that you are you know, looking to create when it comes to your dream relationship. Maybe you have on this vision board an image of, you know, the kind of guy that you would like to meet. You know, And you have different words placed on your vision board of how you want that person to make you feel. Maybe you have something there that reflects his career or, you know, how old he is or where he lives or the things he likes doing. So you've created this, you know, this picture, this vision board for the relationship that you want to manifest. But rather than being so fixed and so rigid on that, using the phrase, it's this or something better. Because what you're doing is you're saying to the universe, look, I'm getting super intentional about the person that I want to call into my life. Here's an idea of what I've got in mind. This is what I want you to present to me, or if not this, something better. Because what you're saying is, you know, I think I know that what I, what I want, but I trust that the universe will always deliver the thing that is aligned with who I'm meant to be okay? The universe always has my best interests in mind and often knows me better than what I perhaps know myself. Because here's the thing, right? When we start thinking about what we want from life, sometimes we don't know what's best for us. Sometimes we think we know what's best for us, or we think we know who we need but actually we're completely wrong on it. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes it takes for us to kind of go inwards and do the work on our own self-worth and our own mindset to help us get that clarity, okay? So sometimes when we embark on this journey of manifesting something and, you know, the first step is getting clarity about what you want, be prepared for that to change because you may start to do the inner work and actually what you want becomes entirely different. Often when we ask ourselves, what do I want? we sometimes settle, or we go along with what we think we should want. So for example, when if I was to kind of make a checklist before I met Philip, I probably would have put on that checklist, you know, needs to be older than me, needs to be in a good job, because those are the things I felt I should be asking for from a relationship. You know, I should have somebody who's a bit older, because that's kind of more of the trend of, you know, what happens in society. You know, I should be going for somebody that's already got a job. And what was I saying there? I was saying that, well, I should have somebody that's got a well-established career because I need somebody to provide for me. At the time, I really doubted that I could provide for myself. You know, I had no idea what I was doing within my career. Financially, I was a mess. (laughs) So I was not necessarily, if I'd have made that a criteria, I wouldn't have necessarily been making it a criteria for the right reasons, okay? I would have been acting from a place of fear rather than from a place of love. Okay, So get clarity on what you want by all means. Get specific about who it is that you're calling in. More importantly, how they make you feel. But remember the phrase, it's this or something better. Trust that you're showing the universe your desires, who you want to call in, and it will be that person, or it will be somebody even better for you. Somebody that you can't even imagine yet, or somebody that maybe you can imagine, but you haven't necessarily thought of as being your ideal match. Now, as with anything you're manifesting, the next step, once you've got clear about what you want, is to start to figure out where are my beliefs out of line with attracting this into my life? And often when it comes to relationships, the beliefs that perhaps need the most exploration are the beliefs around what we deserve and our worth what we believe about relationships, what do we believe we are worthy of when it comes to attracting a relationship, when it comes to attracting love. I would probably say from the clients that I've worked with, nine times out of 10, when it comes to manifesting a soulmate, manifesting a relationship, nine times out of 10, if somebody is struggling with this, or they're in a relationship that really isn't serving them or keep seeing the same pattern of you know, attracting the wrong type of guy, nine times out of 10, it's to do with their own self-worth. And when it comes to identi- identifying your beliefs about yourself, about your worthiness, about what you deserve, about you know, about relationships, we want to start with the beginning, okay? The beginning being your childhood. What were you taught? about relationships when it came to your family you know your parents people around you you know what what was the role model that was set for you when it came to relationships so that's something that needs to be explored but also you know how were you taught to value yourself you know what was your worth when you were younger you know were you made to feel like you weren't good enough you weren't smart enough you weren't pretty enough you weren't loved you weren't lovable um, you know, maybe you had an experience where you were abandoned as a child. Maybe you had an experience where you were told, oh, you were never going to amount to anything. All of these things, you know, and they don't have to be as extreme as this, but what we're taught as a child sets the tone for how we value ourselves as an adult, okay? And, and all of our experiences are ch- as our, as children are shaping us into the women that we are today, okay? And if you don't like Who you're attracting right now, the first place to look is well, where has this come from? Where has this narrative come from? Because any pattern that we're witnessing in our adult life, whether it is, you know, bad relationships, maybe it's eating too much, maybe it's drinking too much, maybe it's overspending, maybe it's, you know, settling, whatever negative cycle we fall into as an adult, the root cause of that. Most of the time, it's going to be our childhood. One phrase I love here is we repeat what we don't repair, meaning that we're going to repeat the same patterns. Specifically, when it comes to relationships, we're going to keep attracting the same types of partner unless we Do the work to repair what's going on inside. So maybe that repairing is, you know, healing from low self worth, healing from being abandoned, healing from being told you're not good enough or you're not worthy or you're not lovable. Okay. And so, this repairing part, for us to truly repair, we need to kind of go back to the beginning of the story and start there. So, a good example of this was I was working with a client once who. As with many of my clients, they came to me because they wanted to change their finances. They wanted to manifest more money. And as with most things that people want to manifest, when we look at why that hasn't happened for them yet, most of the time it's because of this self-worth piece. And so what can start off as a conversation about money can very quickly turn into a conversationship about worthiness and relationships. And anyway, we were digging into what was going on for this client and we realized that one of the patterns she kept seeing in her life as well was being abandoned just being you know left having a relationship which she felt was going everywhere and you know was a great relationship and she was really in love with this person and she felt like okay this is the one and then seemingly out of the blue they would abandon her, okay? They would leave, they would call it off, and she'd be back alone again. And it's no coincidence that this was a pattern she'd seen through her entire life. And going back to her childhood, she had you know, a father who left her, her sister, and her mother. She was abandoned by her father. And so having that experience, what happens when, especially when we're very, very young, we see that experience as children. We perceive things, everything is our fault, right? You know, the world revolves around us. We're very egocentric as children. And so her father abandoning meant, you know, I'm going to be abandoned. I have this belief now that people that I love and that are in my life are going to leave me. But what else did that mean? It also tied in with this belief that she wasn't lovable. If he could just abandon me like this, did he really love me? I am unlovable if my own father can't even love me to stick around how can i expect anybody else to and without realizing it she'd subconsciously adopted this belief that anybody that i get close to is going to abandon me i am not lovable i am not worthy of love you know if i find love it's not going to stick around and remember that our beliefs are mirrored back to us in our experiences okay so these are beliefs were being reflected to her in her current relationships. She was constantly having guys that would ghost her, abandon her, you know? And it was this same pattern over and over again. We repeat what we don't repair. So in order to break the cycle, she had to repair these beliefs, these beliefs about what she was worth, these beliefs about, I'm just gonna be abandoned again. Okay, and so this is the next part in the process. Once we've peeled back the layers and figured what is really going on below the surface, bringing all of that junk to the surface, we can then start to do the work to repair those those wounds, those beliefs, you know, there's that narrative that isn't serving us. And, you know, I've spoke a lot on this podcast about different ways that you can transform belief work um, and strengthen your self-worth and, you know, start to feel worthiness and um, tools that I particularly love, things like NLP, is a brilliant tool. There's lots of different exercises within NLP that really help flip the switch on unwanted beliefs. meditation, hypnosis, even something as simple as you know positive affirmations. I had a client once who we were working around her beliefs about, you know, her, all the, all the good men are taken. That was one of the first things that she said to me. She's like, Oh, look, I really, as part of our work that we do together, I really like to, you know, manifest the man of my dreams, but all the good men are taken. And I was like, is that something that you want to believe? Is that, you know, is that narrative serving you? Or do you think you could choose a more empowering narrative? And she's like, laughed. She's like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. Like this is literally the like one of the first sessions we did. She's like, already I can see like the words that I'm saying, I'm expressing things in terms of, you know, what I don't want. I'm talking about things that I don't want to happen. Remember that the universe can't distinguish between what you want and what you don't want. Okay. It, all it hears is every, you know, all, all the good men are taken. It's not hearing you say, I don't want this, you know, I want there to be more available men. It's just hearing, it's just hearing, you know, all all the good men are taken. And that energy, remember, your words have power, your words have energy. These words that you say, when you put them out into the universe, that energy is going to be mirrored back to you in your experiences. Of course, all she was seeing was all the good men are taken because that's all that she was complaining about. She kept focusing on the fact that all the good men are taken. If you spend a day focusing and expecting and hoping to see a red car, what are you going to see all day? You're going to see tons of red cars. Okay. If you focus, expect, and hope to see white cars all day, you're just going to see white car after white car. What you focus on expands And the same is true when it comes to your words. The words that you put out there are shaping the reality that is reflected back to you. So just simply by changing the words, changing the narrative, we can change our life. We can change the types of relationships that we attract. And so for this client, just by simply talking about how great it is that there's so many amazing men for her to date, you know, how amazing it is that there's so many, you know, available men out there that, you know all the amazing men are still available you know they're there they're out in the bars they're out on the dating apps you know they're out at her local gym they're everywhere everywhere she turns these are are available men who you know are very much aligned with the kind of person she wants to attract that was the kind of narrative that she needed to start speaking about so just using these positive affirmations you know so let's say for example you've identified you have You know, you're struggling with your self worth. Just the simple phrase, I am worthy. I deserve amazing love. I deserve an amazing relationship. I deserve everything that I want in my life. Rather than saying, I don't deserve this, or I don't feel good enough, or I don't feel smart enough. If you don't, you know, if you're constantly looking at your life from a place of not enough, what you then attract into your life will never be enough, relationships included. So maybe you see an absence of. Relationship. Maybe you attract a relationship, but it's not enough. You know, it's not giving you enough security. It's not making you feel loved enough. Okay, so not enough equals more of not enough. Now, I've just realized that we are slipping over the 30 minute mark for this episode. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to continue this in next week's episode. I'm going to dive into the next parts of the process for manifesting your soulmate. I want to talk about the energy around who you are being right now and how that energy is attracting people into your life. I wanna talk more about taking action to be proactive about manifesting the person that you want to call in. Um, I wanna talk more about the art of surrendering trusting in the universe, trusting in divine timing when it comes to manifesting love. So I'm going to save all of that lovely juiciness for next episode just to wrap this one up for today. Um, But yeah, I'm so glad that I'm finally getting to talk about this topic for you because um, it's something that a lot of you have requested now. So I thought, why not? (laughs) Seeing as though we've got an engagement on the cards this week, and this really is an engagement that came off the back of my my stepping into the world of the law of attraction, I thought now was the perfect time to touch upon this subject. So to be continued then, ladies, I will catch you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye, ladies. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance, and Impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.